G'day, dorks, and welcome to Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dorks joining me tonight is the Tuck. <laughs> I fucking stumbled on it. I wrote it down and I fucking stumbled on it. The dork joining me tonight is the cartoon cunt and the manga motherfucker himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I love, I was just thinking as you're reading yeah. that, I was like, how, why the fuck is this written down? Yeah, why like, are you oh, reading it? We've done it I know, so many times. times. You I know it. I wrote it like I wrote it down. I was like, I just got because I know it's been a while since we've had two guests. I'm like, I'll get stumbled. I fucking did it anyway. That's hilarious. Fuck. So I'm not we, doing another take either. There's this no way. That's my mistake. That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> well played. So. Anyway, so how are we, boys? How are we, gentlemen? Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Great. That was hilarious. By yeah. the way, so <laughs> that was great yeah, I loved start. it. Yeah. Got me a good one when you called me the cartoon cunt. <laughs> listening, <laughs> <Last time. laughs> listening back when I when I edited that episode down, I completely just forgot and it fucking floored me when I heard it the second oh. time. I'm like, oh, I got to keep it now. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's not great to start an episode off with the cartoon cunt, but... <laughs> yeah. Again, apologise to any listeners from the US. <laughs> yeah, they're not used to that. Yeah. 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 I think I'm going to have to change my Instagram handle. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find him on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, r slash cartoon cunt is a wildly different site than what you're thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Oh, it'll all be. (laughs) That's a hell of a way to start an episode. Fooder Boy 420. (laughs) Uh, I am. I am not emotionally and comfortably ready to give out my Reddit handle. <laughs> no, I'd have to do some deep cleaning before anyone <laughs> before I give that sucker out. Uh, Flamed away too many people. Oh mate, <laughs> I'd go to jail for some of the stuff I've said in R slash roast me posts. Like I swear to Christ, man. <laughs> or Tifu. <laughs> uh, so we we're just pulling up after Chrissy, guys. You have a good Chrissy. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun when there's a child involved. Yeah, I had yeah. two children involved in Chrissy. Yeah. Actually, well, it's not a competition, Philip. It's not. Uh, but it is, and John loses. Yeah. Well, there was three actually with my Christmas, so <laughs> they weren't mine though. So yeah. I didn't have to worry about them. But. <laughs> that's the best scenario: kids on Christmas Day that aren't yours. That's the yeah. that's the dream scenario. It's exactly what you want. All the fun, none of the worry. Mm-hmm. And don't need to deal with what happens after exactly, with all the sugar hits. Man. Yeah. Oh, we had some glorious sugar crashes here yesterday. Just some, like, absolutely peak five-year-old or peak six-year-old sugar crash that's just, like, tears, meltdown, the whole work. Oh, so (laughs) great. You love love to see it, mate. You thought it was gone. You love to see it. Uh, So we're wrapping up. Christmas is over. We're heading into New Year's. It's coming up to that time. Everyone's doing end-of-the-year episodes and stuff like that, but I didn't really want to develop, put a whole episode together for all of the the end-of-the-year stuff. Especially because we started halfway through the year. Yeah, it'd feel weird. <laughs> Plus, this year's kind of been weird because I've um, the, I've consumed more content this year than I have in any other year, but it's <laughs> all been stuff that was not made in this year. Yeah, I've <laughs> barely touched it. Like, yeah, definitely. Because we're so we're gonna, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do like a, a game of the year segment, 
this episode, a TV show of the year segment next week's episode, and an anime of the year on the week after episode. So that should cover all our end of the year stuff. Yep. Yeah. Really hard for me to do that the same as you. It's like, oh, what is relevant? What is something that came out this year that's oh, not man. just something I watched this year? <laughs> like, it's been so hard. Yeah, I have barely consumed any like actual May 2020 content. I think that's basically everyone. Right? That'd be a universal experience happening right now. Yeah. Oh well, no, I burnt through. I burnt through everything on Netflix almost. Like wow. The new Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, but wait, was, it, was any of it good? <laughs> That's that's uh that's subject to your own opinion, yeah. I guess. Personally, not that great. <laughs> I, I burned through a fair bit of like Netflix content this year. I burned through heaps, and probably the only shining light is maybe season two of Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that was, that good. was good. That was good. Yeah. What do you I think of the finish that in that? This year, the, with awesome. no spoilers. Yeah, yeah, it's so great. I'm ready awesome. for season three. So yeah, yeah. It's so ready. Oh, that's really cool that you put your phone on. Time. Um, yeah. fuck. Thanks that's for the putting the airplane mode. Shut for. your face. It's actually someone who's coming to see us later messaging and we I was the only person I haven't told what time to be here, so <laughs> sorry Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Just hope he doesn't bang on the garage. Oh, he, yeah, he'll rock up. <laughs> um, yeah, like for me, Netflix this year was just like a, a sprinkle of a few good things. Like we got a few more continued seasons. Did we get Stranger Things this year? Oh, I fell off Stranger Things was so that, hard. I was that this that year or last, last year? year? It's so hard for me to tell. Either way. Are you guys uh, up to date with that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stranger uh, Things. Uh, Stranger Things for me is like, oh, it's like yeah, cocaine. It's awesome. I, fucking, I, I fell off halfway through, around, like, so you, oh, towards the end of season two, I kind of fell off. Or season well, three, maybe. It depends on who, like, because I'm, I'm a Steve boy. Like, I love Steve in Stranger Things. Like, yeah. so hard. His hair, like, the baseball hat. <laughs> the baseball, I was going to say, you want to get smacked by oh, that bat, huh? Man. <laughs> Steve for life. <laughs> <laughs> but this. Yeah, I think it was last year, Stranger Things, though, wasn't it? Um, I'm trying I have the to, Wi-Fi. I should probably I'm trying be to work it. out. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't really think of any massive Netflix things that came out this year. Um, season three of um, Castlevania. Uh, yeah, that was. Which is awesome. Yeah, that was great. Really good. And if you guys are interested in that, go back and listen to the episode yeah. we did on season three of Castlevania because we broke down some awesome moments. Yeah. See, that was season three Castlevania was wicked. I love watching yeah. Castlevania. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, I really recommend it. Yeah, can see. high quality. Mm. Yeah. Have you guys, you don't you don't like any of the fighting anime, do you? I've watched a bit of Bucky and stuff like that on Netflix, but I've never got super duper into it. It's the CG yeah, with the, yeah, yeah, I don't like. You that. don't like it. I tell you what, they've so the the guy who wrote Barky also wrote uh, Kengen Ashura, Asura, um, which Netflix have just done like one two seasons. They dropped them both uh, this year, and the actual animation and the fighting sequences are the best I have seen. Like, wow, yeah, you cool. like martial arts? Yeah, you have to watch. Skip all the other crap. Like the okay. actual. Overall, the entire episodes are a bit weird because they do a lot of... Uh, they'll flash back and then they'll do a heap of explaining and go back to the fight. Yeah, true. But just the fight sequences are, like, legit. Really yeah, awesome. legit. There's even a fight between, like, two guys doing jujitsu. Oh, yeah, awesome. And it's, like, real. You can see them going back and forth, doing their holds and their, their locks and everything. So, mm. yeah, yeah really good give stuff. Us, then. Give yeah. Just flick through it. It's really worth it. Yeah. Yeah, there's pl- yeah. Netflix anime is something I, I want to do. Like, I reckon we could even devote a whole episode to just the anime on Netflix because there's a lot of stuff in there that we probably couldn't drag a whole 
45 minutes of content out of, but there's a lot of good little things on there. Yeah. Was the newest season of Seven Deadly this year or last year? Yeah, it was this year. But it was not that, that was great. The, that was the one with the worst. Yeah, animation. season three animation is dreadful. Significantly worse. Yeah, I don't it's know like, what happened. It's terrible. It's some of the worst animation I've ever seen. Yeah. Out of one of the best animes to come out of the last like five years. Like a Netflix, for a Netflix one, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. I only watched One Punch Man season two this year, only really recently. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was stoked. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, the can't wait for that episode. In, don't mind the change in animator, like because there's a change in animation from season one to season two. Yeah, well, I feel like there was more money put into it though. Yeah, as it well. looks. I reckon yeah, it looks, season, looks better, looks and nice. it still keeps the like the same stylistic choices of yeah. like. Slashman's face and <laughs> yeah, um, how it can be epic and and then go yeah. the sim- simple <laughs> yeah. potato head. Yeah. Oh. You'd probably the be in the minority good. of enjoying season two. Copped a lot of flack. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's why I was so slow to it. And people were like, mm. oh, it's not great. And then I watched it. And I was like, mm. fucking awesome. It's oh yeah, I feel so people's ex- expectations would probably be a bit too high. It's because season one is like it's season one of One Punch Man. I've said it on this show yeah. before. Watching season one of One Punch Man is borderline spiritual for me like it yeah. is yeah fucking amazing <laughs> yeah you know you're welcome um, <laughs> yes. i can't wait to rewatch for this yeah oh. same. i think it just goes off like a nuke and to back it up even if you keep it consistent with the first season it's mm. going to feel like it's not as good because yeah, it exactly. doesn't have that impact of wow i've never watched anything like this before well that's yeah. the thing could it, it could season two could have never it could never overcome season one it could be as good as season yeah, one yeah. but it could never overcome it yeah i think it definitely holds up and yeah. That's it. yeah yeah exactly like, for a first yeah. season of, an, of any anything I, other than the boys i think one punch men is probably season yeah, one is strong. probably the best season one of any any product i've ever watched i, I reckon attack on titan similar to that yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There, Attack yeah, on Titan good. season one's like yeah, the most point. intriguing. I recently suggested someone at work watch Attack on Titan because I know she's like a bit of like a horror-ish TV show fan. Oh, like yeah. we yeah. we talked about um, uh, the haunting of Hill House and the haunting okay, of yeah. um, Bly Manor. Bly Manor. Thank you. Um, and I was like, oh, she, and she finished those. I was like, look, I know you haven't watched anime before, but you know this one's kind of in that vein of horror. You know, yeah, thriller. Watch it. Like five days later, I see her again in the staff room. She's like, I'm up to date. I'm like, man, fuck. <laughs> that was quick. Oh, you yeah, just love to see it, don't you? Yeah. Like, there's nothing. I think that's hands down one of the most satisfying feelings in the world is to just to suggest, suggest something. something to someone and they just demolish it. And the next time you see them, they're like, I'm up to date. And I yeah. love it. It's Give like, me more of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to watch the next season. First, yeah. first it's always free. Then you've got to wait for the dubs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, another season one that really holds up really well. Avatar The Last Airbender. Great segue, but we haven't finished our Game of the Year segment. Oh, Uh, too early there. Save it. You shot your load, mate. You shot it. Sorry. It was good. I'll rate that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to edit that segue out into the end of this conversation. (laughs) It'll be seamless. Just repeat it. Yeah. I'll point to you and you'll do it again. So Game of the Year, boys. Game of the Year. It's a weird year for gaming, especially in the later half with uh, all the nonsense with Cyberpunk 77. Oh wow! Delayed consoles. There's um, a, um, do you know they just started a class action against CD Projekt Red, mate, which I'm so upset about. Why? Because the, they they lied. Did they? They, they, didn't, they didn't lie to the extent that No Man's Sky did. They just didn't show <laughs> people what it was like on the shitty. Yeah, console. but they they heavily heavily advertised for a game on consoles that flatly couldn't run that game. Um, the, the fact that they advertised it for PS4 and Xbox One, yeah, again, but without ever showing. 
footage of it being played on I'm Xbox I'm not having PS4. that much trouble with it. Oh, no, yeah. do you have the Pro, though? Um, no, I have a Slim. This is Slim. Yeah. So you've got the base. And it goes... No, Slim's better than the base. It's better than the base. Yeah. I think anyone anyone that's still using the base of either console can suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Your opinion doesn't count. And, yeah, I've watched (laughs) people (laughs) play it. Well, I'm not playing it. I've watched people play it on computer and it looks fucking beautiful. It's so beautiful. And, like, I... I've played like Injustice. Injustice Two has a fucking amazing graphics, and uh, then that's on that same console. But it's way less of a complex game. Yeah. Like I feel like people are being ridiculous and expecting something that's not. But you don't like there's the, you don't have a good enough graphics card to be running yeah. this. Like you don't yeah. have a good enough fucking CPU to be running a game. Pardon me. That high spec. It's like playing fucking Spore on a Windows 95. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was playing Spore the Which other day. Which I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I that's did. what upsets me that they've they've started the class action. Like, you can't expect it to be... if You, you can't expect that kind of product to look great on a base console. No. It, you're ridiculous thinking that it's going to work. They, what they should be in trouble for is even selling it on the console. Yeah. It should never have been a PS4 release. It like, I understand they should have told everyone you should not... Buy it on yeah. your base console. It barely runs on the four pro. Yeah. Well, yeah. it still runs pretty well. It's just not. Yeah. They yeah, should be in trouble for not saying that this is not what it looks like on a PS4. Well, CD Project Red. Get, I don't think yeah. they should be sued. CD Project Red are the wrong people being sued. It's Sony was the one that pushed it to be a cross-platform yeah, generation breaching game. Yeah. Yeah. The class action should be towards Sony. They they overly pushed it because CD Project Red has apologized time and time again. Yeah. As soon as any controversy, they're always locked and loaded ready. They knew and the shitstorm was coming. To, yeah, and they yep. wanted to keep pushing back yeah. and keep pushing it back. It's Sony like, that is Sony put Sony's the foot like, on them. Nah, to, put yeah. it out. It's gotta be out before the new year. Yeah. Mm. Like as soon yeah. as the new gen. I drops. I love it. I think it's fucking awesome. Like yeah. I'm really enjoying the game. Mm. It's not as buggy as I was expecting it to be. It's not as buggy as Assassin's Creed fucking two. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, and I loved that game. Mm. Yep. And it was so frustrating climbing to the top of a spire and then randomly jumping backwards and dying. Yeah, and dying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but turning off the console before I hit the ground and leaving the room. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, like it's it's cool. Some shit bugs out. The graphics aren't like yeah. really nice. They're like they're pretty shitty to be honest. Like yeah. like but I don't have a HD TV. I and I have a PS4 like so yeah, I'm not, man. I'm if not you watch the guys streaming line. online, oh, on, it on is PC, the man. most. It's hands down the most. Oh, yeah, no, I'd say it's probably one of the most beautiful games yeah, for the size yeah, of it. Yeah, 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 no, and those first-person sex scenes, pool, they'd go off on computer. <laughs> 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 watch these streams. So, yeah. does that does that make Cyberpunk twenty seventy-seven your game of the year? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. For oh, really? Sure. Well, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I knew that was going to happen because I remember yeah. you talking about it on last episode. I'm like, man, this dude fucking loves this game. Yeah, so I, I, I think knew it was going to come in. Awesome. It's really, really cool. It's like. Borderlands and Dying Light and GTA and it's like all of this cool stuff. The mods that you can do to your own character, like the cybernetic upgrades that you can put in there. Like you, it, it's fucking cool. It's really, really yeah. cool. It's like it's like no game has before. Yeah, like, I was watching um this this uh, little clip on Instagram this morning. The guy had the the blades in both blades, arms. Yeah. God, that looked crazy. Yeah, I he got was them. just slashing like a wild man. Yeah, and you can charge with them. <coughs> Sorry, and then I just recently got a double jump upgrade too. Yeah, so I got my legs upgraded, and yeah, it's fucking cool. It's really cool. It's like it's like a bunch of stuff I've played before, and also like nothing I've played before. Yeah. So yeah, I, it really holds up to me. I just 
don't expect it to be a PC game if you're not playing it on a PC. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I Ever, think any I, game. I dare say there's a good chance that Cyberpunk will come in on my game of the year mm. list when I play it on a PS5 in like April this year. <laughs> I'm willing to wait. For yeah, it I'm as well. so willing yeah. to wait because I'm hyped to play it. But like, I just I like bugs in games, man. They do my head in. Yeah. I, I, as, as soon as I'm as soon as something pulls me out of a game. And like it's like a bug or a reset or a glitch, and something pulls you out of that fantasy. My brain just kind of goes, "Oh, it's all fake. Oh, it's crumbling." <laughs> no, and it's just like it just yeah. I, I can't. I did it. have a crash the other day. I was trying to take down these high level, heaps higher level characters. I was basically getting like one shot or two shot by them, yeah. And it was super frustrating. I didn't want to give up. And then I finally got around to killing the last guy, and then oh it crashed no. on me. Oh. Yeah, and I didn't turn. <laughs> Back on for like a day and a half. Oh no! Yeah, you got cut. <laughs> yeah. I have a question. I asked everyone that has the game. Did you go helmet or hood? <laughs> I went hood. Obviously, <laughs> hooded. I don't want to cut that thing. Do you know, Phil? I don't you know. You can if you pick know. circumcised or uncircumcised. <laughs> I want it to look like mine. <laughs> An average size uncircumcised. Mm. <laughs> Preach, brother. <laughs> My people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an uncut gem right there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, so, Jono, game of the year, bud. Um, I am going to go stand standalone game. That's um, I'm just going to go with Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. Who saw that coming? Yeah. Because wow. Wow. The I giant weeb picked the giant weeb <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, senpai. Um, that game is such a beautiful game. It's... Story progression is so good and smooth. I platinum, uh, got a platinum trophy for it. I haven't done that in a little bit, um, and very easily as well. Mm. It, it, it. I didn't have to go out of my way to want to complete everything in the game. I really appreciated oh, awesome. every moment as well. Yeah, yeah. like I, would, I didn't, I didn't turn it on after I completed the story and go. Oh, I'm gonna spend five hours trying to do this thing. Yeah, like pretty I've much done finished. that with Assassin's Creed, which is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, go all the way over the other side of the map, get that last little thing. Yeah, yeah. Batman um, Arkham. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah. As soon as you finish, and then you have got Riddler quest just yeah. piled, and you're like, fuck, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm it's really smoothly. keen to check it out. One yeah. time. it's so yeah. good. You can yeah. just borrow my copy on your way out today. Just go nuts for it. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, it's such an amazing game, and yeah, just you just want to complete everything. It's yeah, one of those beautiful games. Yeah, you seem to smash it out really quickly. Yeah, because Ghost of Tsushima is mine of the game of the year too. Because yeah. it's basically the only game that I've put. It's the most time I've put into a game that actually came out this year. That's not a mobile game. You can pick a mobile <laughs> game. Though. Well, no, I've got honorable mentions, but we'll get to those. But yeah, go, exactly the same as you, yeah. John. Ghost of Tsushima. Um, putting it down and walking away for like a couple of months, and then actually just picking it up and just. Fully just being able to be like, oh, no, this is yep. same. I can just slide back into this. The only thing, that, like, I lost the ability to parry for, like, two hours. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. And <laughs> then eventually it just, like, it, it picked back up. But, yeah. yeah. Ghost and of also, is amazing. And it's also worth mentioning, like, even before they brought the online on, it was probably my game of the year. Mm. But they did a really good job with the multiplayer. The raids yeah, are the fun. Co-op. The interesting. The puzzles are tricky. Um, a good challenge. So, and good progression as well online. Some cool unlocks. Um, and then probably my honourable mention would be Genshin Impact. From, um, yep. The cross-platform uh, Chinese kind of action adventure. Very Breath of the Wild. Um, it's been fantastic. I've put so many hours into it as well. Um, it's a gacha game though, so I'm not going to put it as a game of the year. Yeah, <laughs> see, like, uh, so I've got two honourable mentions. Uh, the first one is uh, Seven Deadly Sins Grand Cross, a mobile game, yep. which I put... Like I think something like seventy to oh, wow. hundred hours into it. A lot of that was autoplay though. 
So oh, yeah, not okay. not actually picking yeah. up him, but like um, that game broke me. Like that yeah. game ruined me. Yeah, it's I played that, a lot of that as well. Had that perfect cycle of, you know. Get a new character. Oh, okay, go loot. You know, go grind for gear. Get the gear. Upgrade the gear. Grind to upgrade the gear. Grind to get the better gear. Grind to get the perfect thing. Grind uh-huh. to get. And it's just like, grind, grind, grind. You can get better, 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 better. <laughs> it had you sucked into the vortex. Oh, and it's just like you get to diamond, and then it's like, oh, you know what's b- above diamond? Platinum diamond. You're like, yeah, I want platinum diamond. <laughs> yeah, no. Plat- I want metal rock. Oh, it's so. You know what's good. above platinum diamond? Gold platinum diamond. Oh, it's so good. There's no ceiling. And um. Diamond, but yeah, diamond. <laughs> that game. I think. I think that's that's one of those phone games where I played it so much that at one point I just turned my like picked my phone up at two a.m. in the morning, turned off the autoplay and just deleted it from my phone because I'm like I'm just done. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, 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 the done. amount of times I've done yeah, that. Walking yeah. away. And the other one is a uh, recent. I think you talked about it on the last episode you were on, Jono. Uh, Low Wild Rift, the League of Legends mobile yeah, game. Yeah, going to throw that in there. Uh, so what I've had it for maybe a week now and yeah. I've played upwards of like 46 47 games or something like oh, that wow. I am just loving sh- it mashing it it is yeah. addictive it is competitive it is strategic it, the learning curve is uh, it's lol I don't need to talk about lol yeah. too much it's <laughs> yeah. fucking insane it's so good they did the, such a good job of it for a mobile game yeah, to yeah. feel so good it is yeah, it, it feels, feels gross. Really good. How and a half have to you, get it? Have then. you switched it on to 60 frames as well? Yes. It can support it 60 supports, frames. It supports 60 frames on my iPad. So I just sit there with my headset on and an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, um, man. I, I was super impressed with it. Like, of course, Riot's got the, like, the money to make a really mm. good product. But there's only one other mobile, uh, MOBA, mobile game that works, which is the Mobile Legends Bang Bang. Mm. And this just straight away is just such a... Higher tier oh, above it. It's so, it's so polished. It's so balanced. Yeah. Uh, you never feel stupid for playing it on an iPhone. Sometimes you play a phone game. You're like, oh, I feel like a bit of a kid. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like you kind of kind of feel like a bit of a you know bratty kid at the back of a bus playing a phone game, so his mum can punch a Dari in peace. <laughs> <laughs> like I just went to a place in my memory. Yeah, there, just yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just glazed like over. So. <laughs> I like. Um, that I also, I'll cut off. Sorry to cut you off, but no, like. You're right. The auto-targeting in that game is amazing. It never does what I don't want it to do, which yep. is I have issues with other games. Uh, You're never fighting with the controls. It always does yeah. exactly what you need it's it to do. It's got a very accurate auto... Uh, it's got a very accurate manual yep. targeting system. You don't need it. No. It knows where you want to go at all times. They and like skill so much algorithm Landing a skill shot feels so satisfying because there's the tiniest bit of skill. Like, there is skill involved in it. Yeah. But it's also like you're kind of always thinking about outplaying the other person. So if yep. you land a skill shot that you am aimed like a meter away because you know they have a they dash ability and they dash into it, it's like, <laughs> yeah, feed me, son. Yeah, so oh, it's so good. It helps you be reactive, and it, you can also easily be like proactive like, mm. and read ahead. So it's, yeah, it's, it's super smooth. It's a great game. Uh, I, loved it. I, I spent like two hours last night oh, from like twelve o'clock to two. It's, yeah, it gets <laughs> me so sweaty. Um, <laughs> But you know, so you'd kind of describe LOL Wild Rift as the season one of, you know, LOL on the mobile. Yeah. And yeah. you know what is another really good season one? Avatar The Last Airbender season oh, one. Definitely. Yeah. Fucking holds. seamless. <laughs> You're right. Let's fucking dive into it. Avatar <laughs> book one. Let's do it. Water. My grandmother used to tell me stories about the old days, 
a time of peace, when the Avatar kept balance between the Water Tribes, Earth Kingdom, Fire Nation, and Air Nomads. But that all changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar mastered all four elements. Only he could stop the ruthless firebenders. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years have passed, and the Fire Nation is nearing victory in the war. Two years ago, my father and the men of my tribe journeyed to the Earth Kingdom to help fight against the Fire Nation, leaving me and my brother to look after our tribe. Some people believe that the Avatar was never reborn into the Air Nomads and that the cycle is broken, but I haven't lost hope. I still believe that somehow, the Avatar will return to save the world. So there it is, Ooh. book one, Avatar, yes. The Last Airbender. Yeah. Um, if there's anyone out here listening who has not watched this, first of all, the fuck, fuck you. are you doing? Yeah, fuck you. Second of all, <laughs> go watch Avatar, The Last Airbender. Jesus Christ, what are you sleeping on? Yeah, and if you've yeah. watched the, only the movie, <laughs> <laughs> don't trust it, forget about the movie, because oh. that's... You, I, you like it? No. no I do. I really I was yeah. it's of course not. I no, walked out bad. of the cinema... Oh, no way. Yeah, I went and saw it in the cinema. Callum was there too, friend of the show. Shout out, Callum. <laughs> we were walking uh, Callum from uh, um, Lords of the Bottle O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were walking out of there and I was just like so upset. Oh. Like I just remember feeling like genuinely fucking yeah. upset. Yeah. Like someone had died. <laughs> like they did you dirty. Yeah, and I walked out and Callum's like, that was awesome. No. And I was like, what? Oh, here oh, it you got is. The DVD? Yeah, I've got the M9 DVD copy. Shamalamalamalons. Ung, the uh, Avatar. He uh, didn't even watch it. They didn't it's even, uh, it's they don't so even know bad. How to say the main character's name. It's insane. <laughs> but let, let's not let's not diverge into the movie yeah. straight away. So let's let's rip into the TV show. So book one. Uh, this is so originally started in two thousand and seven. This series is critically acclaimed. It has won a bunch of awards, and it deserves every single accolade that has ever been thrown oh, its way it's because beautiful. it is a masterpiece. Yeah, it's fucking beautiful. It's amazing in every fucking way. So like, from, yeah. yeah, from episode one, The Boy in the Iceberg is where this whole story starts off. And I vividly remember watching this episode when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like it is so planted in my, so planted in my brain of how like emotional, not so much emotional, but just how exciting this episode was to watch. Like it's, yeah, God, it kicks off so strong. Do you remember the first time you guys watched this show? Yeah, oh, a long time ago. I because I, I didn't come to this when it first came out. I came to this because uh, it was two thousand and ten. Because mm. I was in year eleven, ten. Oh really? Yes. Eleven. 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 Yeah, yeah. So year eleven was the first time I truly came to. I heard rumored like I'd seen it obviously, but I'd never actually locked in to watch it. Yeah. And I, they were doing a marathon on Foxtel at the time. Like oh, okay. On Nickelodeon channel. That was the lead up to Sozin's Comet, wasn't it? Yeah, the, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got into it fully a bit before then, um, late 2008, early 2009, with all of my friends, like from where I, I grew up. And we all went and hung out in my mate's back shed and just watched through the whole oh, thing, just so like good. binged the whole thing. And yeah, I remember the first time I saw an episode, it was season one, chapter 14, or book one, chapter 14, The Fortune Teller. 
and I remember <laughs> distinctly um, the platypus bear. Oh, God, I love platypus bear. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that's cool. Like, I like this thing. And dad, my dad loved it because of the the way that they animate the martial arts for the yep. bending and just elemental. Like, I loved elemental magics as a kid. Like, I really identified with fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially when I was that age, too. You're big. Shit yeah, you're a big yang <laughs> attribute. Yeah. Jesus. No, it's awesome. I yeah, no, it. this this would be the first series I ever properly binged, I think, because, yeah, yeah, it was a marathon. I just remember plonking my ass in front of the couch and in front of the TV and just, just watch episode after episode after episode after episode with all the ad breaks, everything in between, like not even caring, just glued to the glued to the TV. And, it, yeah, it went all the way through up until, like, I think I watched basically up until midway through book two before I had to, like, peel myself away from the TV. <laughs> just, like... Eyes glazed over, um, but yeah, the um, you were mentioning about the martial arts of this show. The creators of this show actually went out of their way really hard to make sure that all the martial arts used in this show were accurate. Yeah, and it, an, like a good visual yeah. representation of different styles and and the way that they yeah, and using Tai Chi because it's a very flowing martial art for water mm. and the transition of um, energy is is very beautiful and the way that. Wing Chun, which is what they use for airbending, airbending developed yeah. out of Shaolin Kung Fu, which is what they use for firebending. And you can really see the similarities in some of the the styles. Like yeah, and the Muay Thai that's earth element. Yeah, oh, I think I heard it's Taekwondo as well too, but then... it's Yeah, I think it's a combination because it, yeah. it's a lot, it's a lot of kicking, elbows a lot of, kicking, a lot of yeah. elbows. Yeah. yeah, it's very... But again, it's a very like heavy... like. Heavy stance, mm. like real strong rooted, yeah, yeah, rotating from the hips, very rigid, earth like martial art. Like it's it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Like it's it's really really awesome. I love it. So the thing I think uh, so when we look at Avatar: The Last Airbender, it's hard not to look at the whole all three books as a whole. Yeah, it's so hard, and where these three, all three episodes books and Korra. Yeah, yeah, I know. So we're gonna do <laughs> book one, book two. Yeah. Oh, so good. So we're going to do book one, book two, and book three in three separate episodes that will come out consecutively over the next three weeks. So we're going to try to minimise talking about the other books in each segment. Obviously, yeah, we'll talk about, talk about previous <laughs> books in, you know, the books coming up. Yeah. Um, so the first book, book one of Water, is the longest season out there. It's 20 episodes. Uh, it dwarfs the other seasons by, you know, a few episodes. Like the, the last season's only like a lean 12 or something like that, isn't it? Oh, but there's a, it's a four-part episode for the last For the final, one. yeah. 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 Um, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's good. They're relatively, they're <laughs> relatively similar in size, mm. the seasons, but yeah, a lot of the books. But se- season, like book one for me, it feels like it has the most world building put into it. And I th- Yeah. Yeah. It really, really does. It's It lays an amazing foundation for you to develop into this world. I thought we already hustled you about having that on there. Yeah, that's the second slip. Oh, yeah, that's a shush, you both of that? you. <laughs> it's my podcast, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But, like, if you go through the episodes here of, uh, like, uh, book one, so you've got The Boy in the Iceberg, The Avatar Returns, The Southern Air Temple, The Warrior of Kyoshi, those four episodes there have so much world building in it, it is insane. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um I feel like the first three episodes are definitely setting up the 
the first three characters. Yep. And um, getting you the bit of like, oh, this is the avatar. This is why he's gone. This is a bit how he feels yep. about it. This is Katara's black like, emotional drive. And then once it comes to the Warriors of Kyoshi is when it really starts to expand. Oh, it's such a great like, episode. Yeah. Also has my favorite side character. Oh, yeah, so that, that we've got questions to these episodes. So um, I'll ask this one first. Favourite episode of the season or favourite episode of book one? Um, is episode six, Imprisoned. Episode six, Imprisoned. Okay, yeah, awesome. that's, that's a sick one. So that's yeah. when we get... So that is um, Katara kind of bonding with a waterbender, uh, earthbender Haru. named Haru. Yep. What, um, what, what, what makes that episode so good for you, buddy? Um, like... It gives me goosebumps watching it. The way that they... Subtleties in the animation is awesome. Hmm. So, like, Earthbenders have this deep, rich, dark skin. And when they were imprisoned on this boat, like, that's all made out of metal on the water and they can't bend, then the more broken people are, the paler their yeah. um, skin gets. Yeah. And, like, Haru's dad... Um, his skin is still relatively dark because he's hmm. still keeping it strong. But just the the psychology that they put into the depth of being imprisoned, being um, like taken away from Fighting your spirits culture, broken as well. like yeah, yeah, breaking your spirits. Like it's really it it it's awesome. It rings true. It like sort of brings up emotional connection for me with like. Um, taking Aboriginal Australians from their land and putting them in missions and yep. making it so they couldn't practice their culture of like singing and dancing just like these benders mm, can't bend and like yeah and it's 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 fucking awesome it's so deep and they did me dirty in the <laughs> oh yeah, we <laughs> can we can bring back <laughs> how bad the TV is but like. They, but they put just the tiniest little bit where they go and break them out. It's like in a montage oh, yeah. where they it's go and so break gross. them out. Yeah. And that was a bit where it upset. But yeah, it's a it's an awesome episode. It also has um, George Takei. Um, he voices the um, warden of the... Oh, does he? You think some words and some oh. rocks could change these people? <laughs> so great. He's, yeah. yeah, he's a great side character. Is it a buffalo or a bison? That's... Like, yeah. The he's a cuck, that guy. Best <laughs> thing... The best thing that Avatar The Last Airbender does throughout all three books is to make these, like, complicated themes that children, frankly, shouldn't... can barely understand, yeah. like, genocide... Yeah. You know, genocide, war, imprisonment, yeah. and like yeah, abandonment of hope, refugees, like, like yeah. and explains it to kids where to this day there's still lessons that I've learned from watching Avatar: The Last Airbender the first time that I still hold with me today. Like this show actually does teach stuff, and yeah. that episode seven, uh, six, imprisoned is is a, is a, an amazing episode. There's it, before woke, woke culture was cool. This was so fucking like woke. It was yeah. really. It was like yeah. Anti-discrimination, yeah, like when they go to the village and like um, he's making fun of like the female warriors. Yeah, the Kyoshi warriors. Yeah, yeah. um, and yeah, it's like toxic tusks on toxic masculinity yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, huge it's messages that are way too deep. At PTSD, the time. PTSD yeah. with uh, side characters we get introduced later, like with Jet and stuff like that, who is like yeah. a you know a it, bloody yeah. vision of what PTSD can do to Introduced a young person. Into yeah. This book, yeah, definitely, yeah. like. Yeah, it, it's really cool. Like, um, talks about like family members. Just because they're your family doesn't mean that they can't be harmful to you, exactly. and you don't have to yeah follow blindly. And disability is not a disability. That's the Northern one. Air Temple, you know, yeah. finding ah, uh, there's there's so yeah, many life lessons it's you can take. Awesome! From this. It's so awesome, and it's not like it does it in this boring ass preachy way. Like yeah, it no. does it in this really approachable like. 
natural yeah natural storytelling way that it doesn't it's not like oh you've put in diversity character yeah X, you haven't like, you haven't you haven't like stepped away from the actual story to just throw this in like, yeah mm. It's not like, oh, now here's this character that's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Like, yeah. just randomly. It really flows. It's, yeah, it's... It doesn't feel inclusive for the sake of being inclusive. It feels inclusive because yeah. there's stories that need to be told and it's telling them. Yeah, that's, yeah exactly. that's what a lot of stuff nowadays is like. They're just throwing it in there because they... It feels like there's a lot of stuff where they just put it in there because it's the right thing to do. Mm. And it's yeah. like PC culture. Well, no, yeah. I, I think I think putting something in there is fine as long as you use it to s- tell a device, uh, to tell a story and yeah. to actually make something of it. Don't just yeah. put it there to put uh, it there. Yeah, you no know? problem putting it in, but yeah, like, d- Avatar yeah. did a good job. Force it. Yeah, yeah exactly. It. Yeah, Avatar did an awesome job. So d- did you have a favourite episode? I um, The Earthbenders on the Boat's fantastic. And then yeah. um, Warriors of Kyoshi, I really liked. Yeah. Um, more so, more so because you get like two visions of how actually crazy the Fire Nation is. Yeah, yeah. Like you get you get the feet on the ground with the guys in the on the boat. And you get that small, and then you can just see like uh, in the other one where they just steamroll through yeah. towns. Yeah, it's um, very um, World War Two esque. Yeah, like yeah. the it's obviously Imperial Japan, like taking over parts of China, but it also does have like. Nazi party type. How like, do you how do you looking like on a rewatch of this? How do you feel about all that World War Two iconography that's throughout this? The symbolism I, that they use. Do you think it's heavy handed? No, nah, like again, I don't think it is. Like because it's not like they're like, oh, these are bad people, and everyone yeah. in the Fire Nation is bad because they're in in this season they don't this. humanize the the Fire Nation, but especially in Book Three. Uh, we're already talking about another book, but book three <laughs> does a great job of humanizing the Fire Nation. Yeah, but even in this book, another one of my favorite episodes from this book is um, oh, I can't remember the, the Winter Solstice. No, um, when they meet Zhang Zhang. Um, the uh, that is oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's the um, Storm. No, is Waterbending Scroll. Um, it's the yeah. No, is it the Waterbending Scroll? Waterbending Scroll is the pirate episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Deserter. The Deserter. The Deserter, it. episode yep. 16, yeah. Yeah, I knew it was around that time. John John, yeah. He, John he, John. Awesome. Um, that, that's, that's my favourite episode of this season, the Deserter with yeah. John John, because John John's my... my John, um, John John, yeah. John, he, John. He's my favourite side character in this, this first season. He's a like a... Someone who I... Someone who I think embodies what a firebender is to me in this in this series. Yeah, and later him and uh, Iroh kind of hold the same kind of uh, pedestal for me in my mind. But yeah, in this first season, John John's this kind of wise old bender, and it's just it's yeah. amazing to see him talk about what the fire element is to him, and it's yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Reminds me a lot of training with my dad too. He's like, stand up on here and breathe. Widen your stance. Wider. It's like, I've been breathing all day. You don't want to breathe? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's awesome. And he does like, he is versatile in the way that he uses firebending as a defensive martial art and uses um, different body movements than this more aggressive attacking martial art. Yeah, offensive style. Yeah, very, very defensive with it. It's awesome. You get the little thing that he trained Admiral Zhao. Mm. Um, How yeah. Zhao has no self control, all that yeah. stuff. Um, we should probably. Boomy is another awesome fighter. Oh, yeah. Boomy's great. He's up there. Where, like, 
so powerful, yeah. such a powerful bender. I always use his little joke when they're like, let us leave. Let us leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so lame. You know, <laughs> so, so lame. You know what's crazy when I like rewatching this and I was pointing out all my favourite side characters, later all my favourite side characters turn out to be from the same group of people and <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, okay, fuck you guys. I see what you did here. Yeah, pinned out. Yeah, all of them. Um, <laughs> we... we Bear, we brushed over it, but we this, considering this is uh, book one, we should probably spend a little bit of time talking about our three main characters that we get introduced to. So I'm talking about Ang, Upper, and Momo. So how did <laughs> <laughs> well done, well played. Nice, <laughs> they are my favourite. Thank, yeah. Thank you. No, so um, Ang, Katara, and Ahsoka. So what do we think of those three people? Um, yeah, Saka yeah. is. I like him again. Like it's the. Is a pretty base character of like, oh, you're the boy and you're yeah. headstrong and yeah. you want to be the leader and you like to eat and you're a bit dumb. Like, you think you're strong. <laughs> yeah. That like is pretty, but again, he's, a, he's really complex. Mm. Like when it talks about him and Katara losing his mother. Him and, stepping up to be a man before he was ready. Yeah, yeah. And just this whole, again, it's like, it's trauma. It talks mm. about how trauma has affected him and all of that. And he's not really dumb because in the, um, in the air temple, when he he helps them build the um, puts the little lid on the hot air balloon, and he comes yep. up with some good inventions, and yeah, he's he's cool. He's, it's he's cool. a he's a master tactician, basically. Yeah. And you see that you see the starts of what he grows to become, and also the fact that they gave him a boomerang as a breath. Like it's so <laughs> impractical yeah. to give him a boomerang, but every time it pays off in a fight, you're like yeah, fuck yeah, of course, <laughs> boomerang forever. <laughs> um, this this season we like uh, so we get introduced to Sokka and we also get introduced to Katara and at the time Katara I hated I thoroughly did not enjoy her for about five episodes I reckon <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it took me so long to actually enjoy That's who how I she felt is about Sokka I didn't yeah. really <laughs> yeah. oh instantly nah instantly. probably until Kyoshi Village I, I I thought he was cool but yeah yeah. But yeah, no, Katara. Katara is like this weird mother figure for the first half of the season. Well, she's sort of the whole time. They do a little, a good little thing. Of, again, going too far. But in season, in book three, in the Ember Island players, when they do the recap oh, episode. God. Amazing recap episode. So good. Um, how she's like always crying yeah. all the time. And then I, like you watch it again, and you're like, holy shit, she cries like all the time. <laughs> yeah. But again, like it's it's trauma. And I feel like... The, even the annoying parts of the characters are more forgivable in this than in other shows. Like, yeah, there's it, a lot more depth. And also because it feels like these characters deserve that. You know, like, no character in this show does anything that's undeserved. Like, they don't have undeserved trauma or they don't have, you know, yeah. undeserved desires or expectations or anything. Like, uh, Sokka and Katara have some uh, glorious daddy issues that have absolutely <laughs> big time. Like, and you, you know, Ang has this abandonment issue, and this, you know, also this kind of fear of unworthiness, and yeah. the fact that he's let everyone down, which uh, kind of fucking did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> again, again, it, but th- he's a child. Yeah. 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 Also, another cool little thing in the Winter Solstice episodes, a cool two-parter, is the black and white spirit Haybai. Um, is his design is a bit of a homage to Neo Genesis Evangelion. Evangelion. Yeah, I think yeah, we even mentioned I, that on our Evangelion, yeah, Evangelion episode. Yeah, sick. yeah, just watching that back, I'm like, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know. It's just it's cool how they pay homage to 
like anime that came before, even though it's mm. a cartoon and not an anime. Huge debates with people about that. Oh, God. Like, oh it's Asian inspired. It's an anime. It's a cartoon. Yeah. There's no debate. There's no debate when the other side's just plainly wrong. That's, <laughs> that's one person being a dickhead. Um, so with this season, the way it kind of goes out, like this is a strong, strong season, and we can't. It's kind of played out with. Basically, them arriving at a new area episode by episode and kind of solving a problem and or, you know, encountering some people. There is a few episodes in the season where I feel fall a touch flatter. Um, I think The Great Divide is a lackluster episode yeah, of this series. Yeah, lots of people dislike that. I'm, I, it's, it doesn't it's, stand out so bad It's for so me. on the nose. It's borderline. It's ridiculous how much of a metaphor they're trying to cram down your throat. It's, yeah, that is. It's the, like an after-school special of you know. Yeah, that is definitely the one where it seems more forced than any other episode. Oh, it's just basically like, just a cartoon trying to explain nice to you to people. the yeah, explain to you the poverty line. Like it's brutal. <laughs> um, Don't be racist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's probably the lo- like my weakest moment in the series. Um, the waterbending scroll I found with the pirates wasn't. Great, but yeah, it's fine. I liked his little reptile bird, though. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, that's something we should talk about. The cross animals in this series are great. Yeah, awesome. I love that there's no normal animals in here. Except for Bosco, the bear. Which is not introduced yet, so we can't talk about him. Yeah, but you said in here. Yeah, fair enough. So what I'm talking about hybrid animal I've only seen in season one. Yes. Okay. Well, then it's a platypus bear is a good one. Platypus bear, yeah. Or... um. Again, Momo, the flying lemur monkey. <laughs> lemu. Um, why well, lemu need a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also the reptile bird. Is yeah, cool. that's. But you know what? I, I've always had, and I've always had this question: the fact that they name the animals a combination of whatever the animal was made up. Does that mean that they know that they're a combination? Because it. A platypus bear is half platypus, half bear. But what do they know what a platypus is? I think just because there's other hybrids of those things. Okay. So it's like, oh, it looks like this and like that. So this part of it is a platypus and this part is a bear. Just like there's all different But that implies that there's just base models. No. Because everyone's freaked out when there's just a plain bear. Yeah, but I think it's like because there's so many bear type things. Ah. Like so, in this in this world, can just anything breed with anything? Like if it fits, it goes. <laughs> like if that's, I think they're just they're species. So there's like turtle ducks. I love turtle, but ducks. then there's lion turtles. So they see that there's a turtle part here and a turtle part here. Yeah, but how do they know that they're both turtle parts? There's no because original turtle like, because they look like because they just coincidentally named that part <laughs> turtle. <laughs> They write in kanji and speak in English. So yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, the yeah, the platypus bear is great. The platypus bear when it shows up in the fortune teller episode and it when Upper scares it and lays an egg. So it's one of those pure comedic moments in this in this first half of the yeah, season. That's that great. one's got great funny moments. Oh, the fortune teller is like, an amazingly funny episode. Yeah, it get, has oh. the um, when. Umbrella. <laughs> when Aang's trying to play it, when, you know, Aang's trying to play it cool, um, well, Sucker tells Aang to play it cool if he wants to pick up a girl. And Sucker, and they've got a classic, got their wires crossed about which girl Aang likes. So the girl that Sucker thinks Aang likes comes up and, you know, is hitting on Aang, and Aang's just like, yeah, whatever. And Sucker's like, he's the master. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's got what it takes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's genuinely funny, even now, looking back on it, you know, 10 it's, years respectively. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, um, it's just so strong. The whole thing is beautiful. The character design, 
the um the power building from even the beginning of the season mm. to the end of the season, how you see like Katara again addressing the traditions and the problem with like um the boys only club of yeah. like the water bending in they're like, No, you're a woman, you have and the to northern, heal. Yeah. Yeah, in the northern Southern no northern, northern water tribe. Northern water tribe. Yeah. Um, what did you think about that water bending master episode? Because that's a dense like so much happens in that episode because you yeah. get Katara kind of fighting against the patriarchy. You know, you've got bloody Ang learning to waterbend. You've got, you know, you've got uh, Zuko, you know, defying the Fire Nation and going to find the Avatar by himself. Like, Sokka falling for UA. UA. Oh. First, first fan fiction I ever uh, read was a Sokka UA fan fiction. First one I ever read. Started my started my long career of reading fan fiction. Smart. Um, <laughs> it's funny because UA <laughs> UA means moon. Yeah. So like oh, really? yeah, yeah. Oh. And she's yeah. Cool. And she's and the she moon spirit. Yeah. spirit. Yeah, she's she's basically the moon spirit yeah, incarnate. Well, she has moon spirit energy. It's just like calling it a platypus bear. <laughs> <laughs> but how do they know what the actual moon is? <laughs> What's the base moon, John? <laughs> um, the big rock in the sky. Yeah. Um, so the the season final of this, like the the climax of this, with the the Fire Nation railing against the the Northern Water Tribe. Is probably the weakest. So you just said climax and railing. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I did. I very much did that. <laughs> um, you really, you find that weak? Yeah, I think it's the weakest of the three. Of the three finales. Yeah, for sure. True. I found, I just, for me, season two is the, or book two is the weakest of well, the thing. Okay, like, my, argument, like my argument for book one is that we never see Aang do anything cool when it comes to bending. He just turns into a big, shiny blue monster. Yeah, he turns yeah. into the ocean. That's fucking cool. Yeah, but it's boring to watch. Like, he just walks through a town like a papier-mâché Godzilla. Like, he, it's just not interesting. <laughs> he um, gets embodied with the spirit of Roku and goes ham on the fucking... That's wicked. Yeah. yeah. And also, the when the moon goes out and it's black and white and watching the firebenders fight in the black and white looks yeah, great. That's yeah. awesome. Every, uh, but I just think I find it's, that siege the weakest because there's a siege in each yeah. um, book. That siege is the weakest. But I feel like, pardon me, in the end of book two, when they're in the caves and the catacombs and stuff like that, I don't. That's not as cool to me. Oh man, it's too. Book two gets too like emotional, and I get they need to do that, but with like Zuko alone and stuff like that. Oh, sorry, don't go too much into book two. But yeah, yeah. No, I definitely I think. I think it's cool. I we, we haven't even one. we haven't even talked about Zuko. So how are we feeling about Zuko? He's my favorite character. I was about to say he's yeah. one of my favorite characters. He's the one sure. I identified with most when I first watched this, yeah. and it was cool to see his development turn into it. Because later on in life, people were like, "Oh, you're so like Ang." I was like, yeah. "No, I'm like Zuko." <laughs> I true. was an angry little bastard, and now I'm chill. <laughs> yeah, he's got the most progression as well. It's the most yeah. interesting, I feel as well. Yeah, definitely. Like for sure, his is the most. Oh, I feel like Azula. Is also really interesting. Yeah. I feel like it's oh, like no. the most progression. But book, book two, book two. Come on, get off it. Book two. <laughs> I'm gonna crack the whip now. But getting back to Zuko, man, I fucking love Zuko. Yeah. Or as forever he'll be known as beautiful the... prince. You are always meant to be. Oh, Zuko, oh. man. Beautiful <laughs> prince. You are oh. always meant to oh, be. We haven't even talked about. Haven't even talked about Iro. Uncle Iro. I'm not what done. Did you, did you pour up this tea just to? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> just I am. Emulate. This is the first time. Philip's ever drunk tea in front oh. of me. So recently, you guys know, like uh, medically, I'm not allowed to drink tea. <laughs> <laughs> S- 
stay a while and listen. <laughs> um, I'm not allowed to drink caffeine anymore. So I had a little heart meme. Had a little, yeah. My heart just wigged out for a little bit. Took the day off for thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Went for a holiday. It's real fun. It's only dead for a little bit. No, I wasn't dead. We're fine. <laughs> um, but yes, I am drinking tea. Green tea? No, it's, it's, look it's, at it. It's brown. But yes, I am drinking tea because I, I can't. I can't have caffeine. So this is. This is what I'm relying Isn't on. Isn't caffeine in tea? D, it's a decaf. Oh. Yes. Is it tea-caf? Yes. Uh, I've, also, I've also got sugar-free, caffeine-free, enjoyment-free Coke in the fridge <laughs> that I can't wait to get into. <laughs> just, just have water. water. Yeah. <laughs> just stop drinking just drink this water. Crap. Get some fucking <laughs> food dye and put it in your water. I do like, drink oh, it's water. Fun. I do drink water, okay? <laughs> you can't take all the good things out and, <laughs> and it still taste good without there being some bad it's things terrible. It's so bad. But um, Iro, um, when they're in that storm and the boat gets struck by lightning and mm. you see a little Easter egg or like a little... Um, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing yeah. of like um, bending of electricity where also, he redirects lightning. is fucking cool. Also, Iro is the only one that sees the spirit dragon that Aang's riding on in yeah. the... Early episodes of season one. Yeah, when they get, um, he's chilling in the yeah hot tub, and then they get caught by the. But that's a that's a massive foreshadowing because Iroh throughout the season, like further as oh fuck, I want to talk about later stuff in the seasons. Like, God damn it! No, even, even, in, even season in season one, one yeah, they, Jiao knows that he has been to the spirit world. Yeah, so yeah. Iroh's been to the spirit world. So he's like he's such an interesting character because he plays this kind of dopey old kind of. Wise sage, like almost like a yeah. drunken master coming yeah. across. Yeah, he's really got this, like, oh, I'm harmless. Oh, sure, I'm an ex-war criminal, mm. and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, my death counts probably <laughs> insane. <laughs> yeah. But look at me now, I'm chill and I'm mellow and like. Sure, I used to did genocide, but now yeah. I like tea. <laughs> That's another tubs. contentious point in mm. um, like the Avatar fandom. They're like, no, Iroh is the best. He's not a war criminal. It's war like, I love criminal. him, but he clearly he's, was. Yeah. Like, he's a he war criminal. Like, and then his son died and he decided not to be a war criminal anymore. I mean, <laughs> there's plenty of reasons to not be a war criminal, but you know. Picking the first one that came around, you can't fault him for that one. Yeah, no, yeah. but it's like, oh, now I see what it's like to have lost someone in war. Mm. It's like, oh, shit, I did this to everyone. I'm <laughs> oh, a bad boy. I did no. this to entire race of people. <laughs> Genocide. <laughs> yeah. How, how did you guys emotionally handle with the thought of a, the genocide of the air nomads because i remember as a kid i kind of i didn't really think about it it wasn't until later it doesn't click doesn't click till later yeah, because you're removed enough enough like you're removed enough to not really you have no experience with it yeah, yeah exactly and you get these few flashbacks and it's sad and all of that but it's not like you got this you get a bigger connection with the air nomads afterwards when you see like their different air temples the yeah. western yeah. being the fucking coolest one and the east and the west is where the women stayed mostly, and the yeah. north and the south is where the men. The western air temple is the under one. Oh, uh, yeah, in book three. God, God damn it. <laughs> but um, the genocide doesn't hit. Like You think, yeah. think about also Dragon Ball Z literally starts with the genocide <laughs> of an entire planet. Yeah. Yeah, shit, the Namics, yeah. So as a kid, that stuff doesn't hit. Yeah, yeah genocide really pops up way it. too often in kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They blew, again, yeah, super, blew up yeah. their whole planet. Yeah. Like, but this this genocide feels the most malicious because it's like specifically targeting one race of people. Like it's so... Yeah. Also, they're oh. pacifists, but then Monkey Atsu is surrounded by a whole bunch of dead Fire Nation soldiers. Monkey so. And Monkey Atsu, I think it's mentioned in this season, is the most powerful 
um, Airbender in that time. That's why he has his little beats yeah. and all of that. Yeah. I love Monkey Arto. He, yeah, he's awesome. He's so great. He, when he appears in this season, it's, it's in so great. In Tekken 6, I used to dress Wang up. As oh, really? Monkey Arto. Because he does Wing Chun as well, too. Yeah, like, with the big beads. Yeah, yeah, the big yeah. beads and everything. Yeah. Oh, that's wicked. Um, Yeah, he's awesome. And he obviously goes ham on them. But yeah, it definitely, like, I appreciate it more as an adult. Like, it's like, fuck, they lost so much culture. They yeah. just, just a, yeah. Like, and yeah. I think it's touched well on, and this is a loophole because it's not Cora. Uh, I'm going to talk about Cora for a bit. It's touched well on Cora, the rebuilding, what the rebuilding of an entire culture would look like. And it's fuck look, the new air nation. Fuck them. Oh, no, I'm, t- I'm talking about just <laughs> oh, Aang's family. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking about... The, Cora will be in other series. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. very love-hate. You haven't watched Cora? Really. Cora no. I have a yeah. love-hate relationship. I have a love... I love Cora. I think Cora is an amazing series that yeah. is they, completely separate to this series yeah. in a they, lot of ways. One of the things I love that we've touched on, the beautiful animation of different martial arts, and they're like, oh, let's just do boxing and kickboxing. Yeah, but like, times really change, mate. The... the there's cars yeah. and stuff. They're martial like arts develop. Martial well arts develop. Evolve. Yeah, but when has boxing ever been superior? Never. Yeah, but you put a, as a bigger, striking. You put superior. a big yeah, ass uh, rock okay, on the a, end of it. Yeah, it's pretty boxing, fucking effective. Put a boxing striker versus a like um, Kempo Karate striker, or versus a Muay Thai striker, or something. The boxing striker is going to get kicked in the face because they don't kick. Yeah, but they I mean, kick. No. They kick in Cora. You can't. Yeah, there, but there it's is very a, like it's. Very it, there is a lot of duck and weave, especially with the stuff with the um, pro bending. the pro bending. Pro bending is pro bending is one of the, uh, like an addition into the Cora series that felt almost purposeful, directed at quote unquote lacking of attention spans of have children. Had, we should have had season three as a standalone, and it would have been amazing. Season three is the redeeming oh, part season. of Cora for me. See, uh, um, fuck yeah, I can't, I can't argue that season three isn't the best. Yeah. Season three is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Season three, of course, is a breathtaking bit of yeah, TV. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It, like, it holds, it holds all three other seasons, mm. like, up. Like, See, season one's a good, almost, like, yeah, detective noir story. Like, there's yeah. good... Anyway, fuck, okay. we're getting so distracted. <laughs> My but God. But it's amazing, and it's that's really the, good. That's a come testament, back, that's a testament to Avatar The Last Airbender. Is that they've built this back, amazing back. world. There's comic books, there's graphic novels, there's like extension to the story that mm. adds in so much depth. Like it's, it's fucking beautiful. It's amazing. There's like whole YouTube channels dedicated to it. It's a legitimately wholesome it. fandom too. Like it yeah. is one of the least toxic fandoms I've ever been a part of. Yeah, for sure. And I'm a part of it's many toxic <laughs> fandoms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but this is great. Uh, so season one of a whole, do we have any last words of it? Book one. The foaming at the mouth guy. Fucking funny. Oh, so and funny. He is Cabbage fu- Guy, episode five. Yeah, First Cabbage, cabbage Guy's funny. My spoke. cabbages! He's funny, but when I watched the... When me and all of the boys, like Hayden and Sums and everyone, watched um, this season down the back shed in a hazy room, <laughs> just cracked up and pissed ourselves, man, and <laughs> re-watched that foaming at the mouth guy like ten times. It's so <laughs> good. It's so good. <laughs> It's and when so I re like when I rewatched it recently with Mally and Amber, they both lost their shit watching oh, it. Like it's, it's so, so funny. This show, this show is genuinely funny throughout, and like yeah. it doesn't fall <laughs> on like any one character to be the funny character, even though like suckers yeah. 
kind of the comic relief. But, but Aang's everyone, also really Katara funny. has some... Yeah. Kat- in the next season, man, I've got some brutal things Katara says. She is ruthless. But we'll get onto that in book two. But yeah, it's it's beautiful. So it's amazing. The book one's getting it, of course. Of course it's getting yeah, it. It's, it's getting great. It. It's so great. Like, oh, yeah. The, oh, the music. Oh, the oh, music. The, the, blue, the, oh. the blue spirit. Oh, the we didn't even spirit. touch on that. And when Aang talks about again, he's like, he humanizes the Fire mm. Nation even a little where he's like, I, my best friend Kuzon was from the Fire Nation. We used to hang out. Do you think we can be friends? And it really shows that Zuko, like his, that he's a bit confused with but his. We all, we all know at some point he's going to, you know. What? I'm going to press uh, the wrong button on the sound. I'm going to press the wrong button. Beautiful button. prince, you are always meant to be. Oh, he's always going to be the beautiful prince. You are always meant to be. Doesn't hit the same with the 10 second pause. Yeah, the, <laughs> part, the part where I cried um, first and that I have the most emotional depth to is a moment between Zuko and um, Iroh. Iroh. Is yeah. it when. It's in the end. The where. The, okay, we'll get to it. The, yeah, I know. We'll get to it. But yeah, again, like it shows. it. It shows that um, the beautiful prince has this, like, he, sure, he wants to catch the Avatar, but it's like this whole thing with his dad and his honour, and it's like, yeah. it's a very confusing thing to him because, like, when Zhao goes to do it, he lets him out, and he doesn't kill him, and Aang helps, and yeah, it's just, yeah. it's fucking That's awesome. That's why he's my favourite character, though. Because, yeah. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's He's swinging between the two for consistently. And, and then, yeah, yeah, we all know where he's going to end up. Beautiful prince, you are always <laughs> meant to be. Uh, I love that man so much. And yeah. so his season one hair with the, the type top knot, the top I knot. actually I wanted that. I enjoy his... It is insane for me to... Because I'm so picky on fucking anime cartoon hair for some reason. It's insane. I know I'm crazy. It can be trash sometimes. His, his hair goes from... Stra- he doesn't have bad hair throughout the season. Great top knot, cuts it off, and then he has this great kind of short shaggy hair. And in... Book three when he's rocking the long shot. Oh, it's so great. Oh, yeah. I I wanted oh. that top knot when I was a kid. I was like, that's so. It's cool. so cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, book book one's getting it. Uh, yeah, yep. book one is getting it. God, I can't me. wait to get it's back into every orifice. Oh, it's, of me. it's getting it's getting it. <laughs> Getting, it's getting it daily and nightly and ever so rightly. Yeah, yeah I think um, the movie can get it too. Fuck. Oh, you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> fuck you, M Night Shyamalan. Fuck you. Yeah. Where's the twist in this, huh? The twist was that it was terrible. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's the twist. <laughs> Is the twist you <laughs> the never watch the <laughs> never watch the base material yeah. and just kind of <laughs> Here's the twist. We don't know what we're doing. Oh, so there's this kid with an arrow on his head. It's Ung, oh. the Abutar. It's like you didn't even get his name right. It's like firebenders, but they clearly can't create fire, right? Yeah. They're just manipulated, right? So they've got to carry torches around. I'm sorry. If the firebenders had to carry torches around, the war would have ended like the, yeah, the first day. That was another thing that like I, fire was the element I was identified with. Air was the element Callum identified with. And then we went out and he's like, airbending's the best because they can do it anywhere. And firebending, you need to carry fire. I was like, no, you don't. Oh my the God. The energy, the chi extends past the yeah. limbs and becomes fire. Like it's And airbenders <laughs> don't just manipulate the air around yeah, them. Airbenders the create I mean, air. <laughs> yeah, well, they they obviously do changes in pressure. No, but they, they create air. There's frame by frame things of Aang actually shooting air out. So yeah. just yeah. as a firebender can create, the only and one who the can't. Yeah. And water and earth are the opposites. Yeah. Like they, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh man, fuck it. I love this series so much, yeah, but we should get cracking so, so on good. to the moldy cheese segment. <laughs> Let's do What's it. What's on the menu today, Phil? Uh, so I'll, I'll explain the segment first, please. I got, we have a process here, mate. I know you haven't been in the studio for a while, but if you could calm the <laughs> fuck down, John. 
The Moldy Cheese segment. This is a segment of the show where we take a look back at the various shows that aired on Cheese TV and we decide whether it's aged well like fine cheese or if it's just moldy. This week on the menu, it's Samurai Pizza Cats. Let's go. Yes. Will somebody please chew that boy? Samurai Pizza Cats. Oh, yeah. Who do you call when you want some pepperoni? Samurai Pizza Cats. Straight on. They're standing out crime and you know that ain't baloney. They're speedy ceviche. He's the leader of the bunch. That's right. A heck of a fighter. Makes a heck of a lunch. Okay. And little polyester who's never afraid of going into battle with the bad guys in vain. Here's Guido Anchovy, a wild romantic rover. This cat gets down, down with a love hangover. <laughs> They're so bad. They've got more fur than any turtle ever had. <laughs> So intro you, made goes, a, you made it past that intro and kept watching. Okay, so <laughs> now, <laughs> that was shit. Okay, okay, so as people would have heard, I've had basically breakdown after breakdown every week at the end of this segment. Just me being like, I can't watch these shows anymore. Maybe that's why your heart decided. To <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is exactly why you died for a bit. Did Big Bad Beetleborgs fuck my heart? <laughs> <laughs> now it's compounding. Uh, anyway, um, so I've uh, I've made a new rule. With this segment, and I've, I've strictly started to enforce it. I am only watching three episodes of any yep. of these because that is my golden rule with any other TV series. I give it three episodes. If I'm suggesting something to you, I say, give this a go. Watch three episodes. If you don't like it by then, fine. Yep. Yeah. So I'm doing that. I'm doing that rule. Three episodes for any one of these TV shows. So I watched... Seven episodes of Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> oh, it holds up. It's great. It's so fucking good, John. Yeah, man. Samurai Pizza Cats fucking rules. After the last time I was here, Philip and I were going through some of the things, and I was yeah. like, Samurai Pizza Cats. He's like, Yep, that's on there. I was like, Yeah, oh, so good. <laughs> I've got a bit of sino- uh, like I a bit of remember it background here. Uh, so, Samurai Pizza Cats, an American animated television series adapted from the anime series Kyoto Niden. I can't pronounce, but but basically translates to Cat Ninja Legend. Uh, <laughs> Cat Ninja um, Legend, <laughs> It was the, the original seri- series aired in Japan on TV Tokyo from February 1, 1990 uh, to February 12, 1991, and it has a total of 54 episodes. And then it was obviously uh, picked up and redubbed in 91 and produced 52 episodes in English. So... Some way along the line, they lost two episodes, probably for censorship issues. Yeah, I'm they guessing. were probably in a bathhouse or something yeah. like that. There's <laughs> probably, probably too s- many nosebleeds in that episode. Yeah, Samurai nosebleeds. Pizza Cats fight a bukkake. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fight some fucking dick monster, big tentacle creature. Um, so the series is set in Little Tokyo, a mechanical city which is fused with feudal Japa- uh, Japanese culture uh, to form this new contemporary futuristic culture. Uh, and populated by cybernet- cybernetic anthropomorphic animals. That word comes up so many times in this. It means human-like. I know, but I fucking hate it. Well, say it's, human-like. But it's written down. I wrote Don't it down. Quote verbatim. I can't help it. Uh, the city is normally led by Emperor Fred, a, a doddering and uh, eccentric. Uh, the city's actual leadership lies in the hands of the city councils and the emperor's daughter, Princess Violet. 
Uh, the council is headed by an ambitious Prime Minister, Seymour the Big Cheese Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> a rat who's constantly plots to overthrow the Emperor. So he features as the main antagonist. And then we get the Pizza Cats. So <laughs> the Samurai cool Pizza Cats are three cats that are Samurais who have robotic suits and work in a pizzeria called the Samurai Pizza Cats. And they fucking rule, John. They're so oh good. My God. I'm just looking up images <laughs> of it right now. and it, No wonder why I can't remember it. One time it for a festival, I built a stage and we got there and the stage was designed. And then the guy who was organizing the festival looked at it. And he's like, is that a samurai pizza cat helmet? <laughs> and the guy who designed it was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so when I started watching this, I was, there's like, I took Teddy and Casper to like an indoor playground thing, like a, a Tabatinga or what have you. Like, it's just like a indoor playground that you just drop your kids off and you can sit peacefully <laughs> and have a coffee. Care. Yeah, cheap, <laughs> da- cheap date care. I wasn't hungover. You were hungover. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so I took them there and I was, I was watching a bit of Samurai Pizza Cats on the phone. And just absolutely in like engulfed with how great this show is. It's so Why don't you funny. feel like you're being sarcastic? No, it's so <laughs> funny. Like when he sent that clip to the group chat and you're like, is that an abridged? Oh, like, no, it's that's so great. I'll see if I can find that clip because it is it is hilarious. But yeah, Samurai Pizza Cats is it's legitimately good. It's pure nineties anime where it's just balls to the wall, silly, funny. Kind of action-packed. The The first episode has this weirdly weirdly good animated robotic dragon that's, like, so janky and fucked looking, but it kind of <laughs> looks perfect. Like, it's so great. God, I love it. Ha, ha, either of you have any... Well, you said you remember this, but yeah. you don't remember this no, at all this from this is flying over my head. I feel like, for some reason, where I grew up is, like, was... Well, not for some reason, because I grew up in lightning ridge <laughs> and it was like 10 years behind everywhere else <laughs> i did bathe with a bucket and <laughs> we didn't have hot water <laughs> it's like new season coming out yeah. it's like well, 10 years old <laughs> on in parja network because we didn't have channel 10 or nbn really we had in parja in parja yeah we had a different tv channel like I've different never TV heard station. Of that. yeah and it had a sugar ant as like you know how there's like the prime possum and yeah. like the so television it had, it had mascots. Yeah, it had a sugar ant. Wow. Yeah, the Imparja Network. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. I think Lightning Ridge wasn't like, he's Opal Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I've got the clip that I sent to the group chat. <clears throat> there once was a beauty named Lucille whose pretty puss could make a pussy cat real. <laughs> Her lovers went side of the heavens, they'd cry. Hey, what's huh? going on? What's that? <laughs> 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 If you missed that, I'll see if I can play it again. <clears throat> there once was a beauty named Lucille whose pretty puss could make a <laughs> pussy cat real. Her lovers went side of the heavens, they'd cry. Hey, what's going on? What's the deal? Yeah. He definitely just said she's got a nice mutt. <laughs> so great. Oh, fuck, that's the best, man. She this show... Puss. This show's amazing, and I don't need to rattle on any more about it. It's fucking getting everything it needs to get. <laughs> yeah, it's bloody fifty-two. Well, this episodes. will be the first time I get to hear this. It fine. is perfect. This is fine cheese, my friends. Ten out of ten. Mm. Cover all nine thousand taste bud. Aerate it. Warm it up. Driving up that top note, that cream, pure vanilla. Sweeteners. Mm, that's a 10. 
<laughs> you heard it here, folks. Samurai Pizza Cat. That's an absolute fucking 10 out of 10. I need to see the video that goes with that. Oh, oh yeah. We'll pull it up, we'll pull it up <laughs> later. It's so great. Um, so we'll wrap uh, it up there, guys. It's been bloody fantastic to have you both here. And as we said at the start of this episode, there'll be two more Avatar The Last Airbender um, episodes coming out covering book two and book three. If you want to get in touch uh, with any of us on the podcast here, just email us at atlordsofdorktown at gmail.com. Uh, drop us a line and we'll read out any questions you have on the show about any shows you want us to watch. And, you know, let us know what your game of the year and, you know, show of the year, anime of the year, anything that you want to want us to, you know... Shout out. Get around and shout out, yeah, for sure. Um, it's been bloody fantastic having you boys here again. What a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. Ah, so yeah. great. Heaps of fun. Um, yeah, John, do you want to sign us off there, buddy? All right, keep it talking, baby. You! Thank you.